Hey there, I'm so pumped to tell you about an amazing new community I've launched called Grief to Growth Circle Community. It's a space for people who are grieving to come together to support each other and for people who want to know who we are, why we're here, where we're going to have those conversations, all the things we talk about on the podcast. So I invite you to join me at grieftogrowth.com slash community to become part of this compassionate crew. The best part is 100% free. And you have access to me in addition to everybody else in the community. In fact, the podcast will be there so you can talk about the things we talk about in the podcast right there in the community. There's also some premium content if you want to go deeper in the work I'm doing, but mostly it's about building relationships and community and about sharing resources and supporting each other. So come on over and check it out. It's grieftogrowth.com slash community. I'll see you inside. Hi there. Welcome to Grief to Growth Podcast. Your host is Brian Smith, spiritual seeker, best-selling author, grief survivor, and life coach. Brian believes that the worst tragedies of life provide the greatest opportunity for growth. Brian says he was planted, not buried, and he is here to help you grow where you've been planted by the difficulties in life. In each episode, Brian and his guests will share what has helped them to survive and thrive. It is his sincere hope this episode helps you today. Hey there, wanted to take a time today to catch up with you on what's going on with me and where I plan to go in the future with Grief to Growth. Uh, it's been a couple of years since I've been doing the podcast now, and I realize some people don't really know who I am. Sometimes people ask me what my story is, so I want to take a, just a couple of minutes to go over who I am and how I got to where I am, and then I want to talk to you about what's going on today and where I see things going in the future with the podcast and everything else that I'm doing. So to let you know who I am... Um, I had an intense fear of death from the time I was about five years old, actually. Uh, and that came about because I was raised in a church. It really taught me to fear God and by fearing God and fearing death and not knowing if, if I'd ever be good enough to measure up to this God that was perfect. Um, it just really made me fear death and I didn't feel really good about myself. So I had panic attacks for most of my life. I had a big fear of death until the time I was close to 40. And uh, actually, I guess it was probably my mid-30s when I start really digging into Christianity, really digging into the Bible and finding out what the Bible really said about certain things versus what I have been taught the Bible had said. I read the Bible twice from cover to cover to make sure I understood what was in it. I understood the history about the Bible. I went and I studied that, the early church. And basically, I came to an understanding called Christian universalism, which is the belief that the Bible teaches that all people are saved. Uh, through Jesus, not just Christians. So that was my first step kind of out of that. And then I started studying outside the Bible. I started reading other religious texts. I read the Bhagavad Gita. I read the Dhammapada. I read the Tao Te Ching. Um, I read uh, parts of the Quran. I started reading other you know, things to find out what did others say about God in our relationship. And I learned that most religions teach basically the same thing. Uh, and that is that we are the product of a loving creator living in a loving universe that we are eternal souls. So then I turn to science. My background's in engineering, chemical engineering. I'm like, what does science have to say about this? So I started studying like, uh, are mediums real? So I started studying, you know, what scientists had done with mediumship. I started looking at near death experiences and seeing, was there any validity to these things? Are they just the, the uh, results of a dying brain or is there something real about them? I started studying and, and, um, 
instrumental transcommunication or ITCs, uh, which is a way that the people on the other side can communicate with us. So what I found when I started digging into the science is there is a ton of science and philosophy that points to the fact that we are eternal beings, that we are consciousness having a temporary human experience. And all this really soothed my mind when it comes to my fear of death. Fast forward to about six years ago, June 24th, 2015 was the day that my daughter, Shana Lane, passed away in her sleep. Uh, for you, those of you watching on YouTube, this is Shana behind me. If you've watched my videos, you know that Shana is always behind me, both figuratively and literally. And so when Shana passed away, the good thing is I knew that Shana would be okay. I knew that Shana was okay. But knowing that Shana was okay wasn't enough to stop my grief. And I want to I want to slow down here and say this very carefully, because sometimes we think for people who have a contact with the other side, if you're a medium or if you're a near-death experiencer, for example, that we can bypass grief. Or even someone like myself who had studied the afterlife to such a point where I felt like I knew that Shana was okay. I still have the physical grief of the separation of my daughter and of her passing into spirit before I did. That wasn't supposed to happen. So when this happened, I'm like, how do I deal with my grief knowing this? I was very fortunate, or I would say that was planned for my soul to find an organization called Helping Parents Heal. And the thing about Helping Parents Heal is they believe that we can still have a relationship with our children even after they pass, that we're all eternal beings. So I joined Helping Parents Heal as a, first of all, as a, a leader. And then I started working with the online group and was leading that for, for a while, co-leading that with some other people where we had meetings on a regular basis. We bring in people to talk to parents about the afterlife. And I worked with hundreds, if not thousands of parents over the time that I was doing this leadership role in Helping Parents Heal. And really get to understand not only what my grief experience was, but what other people's grief experiences were. And I joined an organization called the Soul Phone Foundation. I'm actually the vice president of the Soul Phone Foundation. And we're working on technology to bridge the gap between the afterlife and this life so that we can communicate with those in the afterlife. So about two years ago, about four years after Shana passed, I decided to write a book about my experiences. And I call that book Grief to Growth, which is a little handbook about what you can expect when you're going through grief and how to deal with it. And I wanted to make it very short and very sweet. I've gotten really great reviews in the book. People have given it to gifts as gifts to people who pass who have had loved ones pass. So that's been that's been really a, a good experience. I started the podcast around that time and I also started uh, around this time. It was really interesting. A friend of mine sent me a message and said, I found this life coaching course I thought you might want to take. And it was interesting because I had never mentioned life coaching. But I've been kind of a teacher for most of my life. I've always felt drawn to the ministry. My grandfather was a minister. His parents were both ministers. Um, so I've always felt this need to serve people. So I took the life coaching course. And now I call myself a grief guide. I work with people one-on-one -on -one who are going through grief to understand, again, what to expect when you're going through grief, what you can do when you're going through grief, and how we can not just overcome, but we can actually, we can, or not just get back to the way we were, but we can actually thrive from going through grief. We can actually, it's, it's interesting, a lot of my clients will say, will I ever be normal again? Will I ever get back to the way I was? And my answer is, I don't think so. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a caterpillar asking, once it goes in the cocoon, asking whether it's ever going to be a caterpillar again. No, you'll be something different. You'll be transformed by this experience. And so I work with people to help them to make that transformation, to find out what's what's inside of them 
to get them through what they're going through. So that's what led me to do what I'm doing now. And that's why you're listening to me on this podcast or watching me on YouTube. And you may have read my book or even taken some of my classes. So my plan going forward, what I'd like to do is I, I if you heard that special episode last week, uh, I'm going to start doing some meditations. So I've worked on a couple of those. I've got about two ready and I've got one in the works. Uh, I'm going to start selling those meditations. They'll be available on my website very soon. Uh, if you're a patron, if you support me on Patreon, I will make most, if not all, those available for, to my patrons, included in the price of, of the patronage. So I want to also give a shout out to my patrons right now. I've got about uh, 20 people, 19 people who actually support me on a regular basis, on a monthly basis. That's very helpful. Uh, you might have noticed I have a new microphone. Uh, I just bought this new microphone for my meditations. And so your donations go towards things like that and also supporting me just so I have the time to do this. Um, because speaking of time, I do have a full-time business that I run, Treasure Locks, which we've been running, my wife and I, together for 19 years now. And so that's what that's where most of my uh, time and, and uh, income comes from. My time is spent and my income comes from as I make this transition into coaching and teaching and all the other things that I'm doing. I want to take a pause here. I want to give a shout out to my daughter, Kayla. Um, Kayla graduated on Friday with her master's degree in mental health counseling. Uh, that was the reason my interview on Friday ended up getting pushed out. Um, and so because we were doing the graduation ceremony. The timing was great. It's interesting. She graduated on April 30th. The day after was the day we had a little celebration for her. We had some very, very close friends over. And it was May 1st, which is the first day of Mental Health Awareness Month, this month of May. Uh, so I'm, I'm proud of my daughter for getting her master's. When Shana passed away six years ago, Kayla had just finished her freshman year. Um, and we didn't know how Kayla was going to go back to school you know, right away. She and Shana are like twins. They're like so close. And we didn't know how this would impact her. So we said you could take a semester off or even take a year off and just come home and relax or maybe move closer because she was like three hours away at university. Um, she went right back. She changed her major. She said she wanted to do something that, that spoke more to her soul. She changed her major to psychology. Um, when she graduated with her degree in psychology, she went directly back to with the University of Cincinnati to get her master's in mental health counseling. For the past two years, she's worked for an organization called NIAP, the National Youth Advocacy Program, where she works with at-risk youth uh, people, kids that are going into foster care or kids that are at risk of going to foster care and their families to help them. So I'm just, I could not be more proud of what Kayla has done. And actually, I think what she will do going forward now that she's finally finished 19 straight years of school, 19 from the time she was five to the time she's 24, Kayla has been in school. So I give, I give uh, all uh, props to her. So that's kind of where I have been. When we're talking about Mental Health Month, I want to remind you to take some time this month to take a break, to really, you know, just give yourself a, a pat on the back for what you've accomplished. This, the past six years have been pretty tough for our family, but this past year for everybody has been really tough with COVID. Uh, a lot of us are dealing with overwhelm. A lot of us are dealing with loss of jobs. Uh, we've gone through that. Uh, we're dealing with loss of freedom, not being able to get out and do the things we want to do. Loss of our health. I know people that have long-term impacts from COVID and actually loss of life. Some of us, unfortunately, have lost loved ones due to this pandemic. So what I want to say is uh, I'm proud of you guys for sticking this out and take this month, this month of May, 
reflect on where we are and let's all remember that things are actually getting better. You know, we were able to have friends over on, on, on Saturday and that felt great. Uh, it was funny because one of my friends said that we can actually hug people again. And uh, speaking of that, Suzanne Giesman, um, uh, she channels this group called Sanaya. And on Saturday, I think it was, or Sunday, she posted something from Sanaya saying that this idea of hugging, and I'm paraphrasing, is kind of like a reflection of what it's like on the other side when we really connect with someone soul to soul. And that feeling you get when you hug someone, you just don't want to let them go. That's kind of your spirit, kind of longing for the way things are on the other side. So ironically, I just posted a video like the day before that someone posted on Facebook of a woman in France. She was just standing there. She was barefoot. She had a blindfold on and she had a sign that said free hugs. And this was pre-COVID-19. Um, but the 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 way that people are reacting to it, responding to it, is just a beautiful video to watch. It's about five minutes long. So I'm going to link to it. But if you want to try to Google it, it's uh, just look up free hugs um, in France or something like that, a video on, on YouTube. But I'll link to it. But um, people watching this video actually just break down in tears because we're all longing for that interaction again. We're all, you know, we're, I think we, we appreciate even more the human interaction that we're missing. And unfortunately, during this time, we've had this phrase we call social distancing, which I think is an unfortunate phrase. It should have been physical distancing. We need to stay physically apart, but socially, we need to be together. We are interdependent creatures. We are not designed to live alone. And I think a lot of us are feeling very lonely right now. So I want to give a, a acknowledgement to you if you're feeling that way. This is a month for us to acknowledge. We should acknowledge it every month, but especially this month. So especially this month, you know, take care of yourself. So just really quickly in closing out, I want to tell you what's coming up with me. There's some exciting things coming up. As I said, I'm working on the meditations. So look for those. Uh, I'm collaborating with someone on a book that might get done someday. I'm so busy right now. I don't know. Uh, I'm working on a course that I'm, I'm going to hope to release pretty soon. My Overcoming Racism course is coming up again. I'm going to be teaching that. Um, I will be speaking at the IONS conference this year. It's going to be online. I believe that's in September. Uh, so I'll be speaking at the IONS conference this year, and I'll also be leading a panel. Last year, uh, I was on a panel. This year, I'll be leading a panel, and I'll be, I'll be actually a featured speaker at the IONS conference. I will also be speaking at Dr. Terry Daniels' Afterlife conference, and that's going to be in June. So uh, look up the IONS conference. Look up the Afterlife conference. You'll hear more about them from me as those dates get closer. But those are the, the, some of the other things that I'm going to be doing, hopefully. So uh, I'm staying really busy. I really appreciate your support. I want to say thank you so much for your feedback. I love to hear from you. So please, if you have anything to say, whether it's good or bad, I love to hear from you. Please continue. I'm, I, well, I want to say thank you for those who have supported me financially. Uh, and if you can, then it's great. If you can't, that's okay too. But what you can do is share. So if you see an episode you like, please share it. Make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel so you get notifications when I have new videos coming out. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. But sharing is really important to help get the word out and so that I can hopefully reach more people with the work that I'm doing. So thanks very much for your indulgence of this little special episode and have a great day. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Grief to Growth. Brian hopes that you find this episode helpful and will come back for future episodes. Brian's best-selling book, Grief to Growth, Planted Not Buried, is a great resource for anyone who is coping with grief or knows someone who is. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support it, 
there are three things you can do to help. The first is to share the podcast with someone that you think it will help. The second is to go to iTunes, rate, and review the episode. The third way you can support the podcast is by becoming a patron. Head over to www.patreon.com slash grief to growth. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash grief, the number two, growth, and sign up to make a small monthly donation. Patrons get access to exclusive bonus content and knowledge that you are helping to spread the message of grief to growth. For more about Brian and grief to growth, visit www.grief2growth.com. Hey there, if you like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you liked. If you didn't like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you didn't like. Go to grieftogrowth.com slash community and look for talk about the podcast. I'll see you there.